Over 20 years ago, I was injured on the job, which left me with a severe permanent disability. It forced me to discover my true passion and purpose. It wasn't until I started my direct sales business and later became one of the company's gratitude ambassadors that I realized I am a giver, a humanitarian, a cheerleader, and have a deep desire to inspire others. I had no idea it was possible to have a bigger impact until I launched my podcast to inspire others to live their passion, reclaim their purpose, and be open to so many possibilities. I am your host, Candace Snyder, and this is the Passion, Purpose, and Possibilities Podcast. Welcome to the Passion, Purpose, and Possibilities podcast. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to my guest, Diane Foster. Diane Foster is an emotional health mentor and spiritual guide. She is on a mission to help women live a life of happiness by embracing emotional and spiritual healing and health. After working in the restaurant business for 38 years, caregiving for her parents, and suffering through multiple bouts of depression, she had her first major awareness about herself. She had everything she needed and very little of what she actually wanted. Having been and being on an emotional and spiritual journey herself, she understands how difficult it can be and how hard it is to ask for help to get unstuck and moving forward again. Her business, Foster Your Feelings, was created as a way to help women going through life transitions to clear out the confusion and woo-woo-ness of emotional and spiritual healing. By moving the search for a perfect way, you will discover the best way for you to realign with your happiness and live the life you truly want. Her core belief is that having care and compassion for oneself creates care and compassion for all. Diane is at her happiest and healthiest around family, friends, and animals when she's reading, writing, crocheting, and traveling, and when she sees the wonderful aha moments her clients experience. Welcome, Diane. Welcome. Hello. How are you, Candice? (laughs) Thank you for having me on. Oh, I'm so happy that you're here. I just love you. Oh, um, thank you. I love you, too. (laughs) And I... I think your story is really important to share because you've experienced a lot. You've experienced a lot of those things that women go through, you know, all the change and caring, caring for parents and being at a job that you're not unhappy, you know, that you were unhappy with for a long time. So one of the things I think our listeners would want to know is what was it? What aha moment did you have that made you realize that it was time to change? It was time to flip this, the story that maybe you were telling yourself. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, you know, um, working in the restaurant business, it was a very, very busy place and it took a lot of my energy and I was doing that full time. I was caregiving for my parents full time. And, uh, you know, struggling through bouts of depression, you know, I would go to the doctor and they would say, let's get you over this hump, you know, type of, of uh, way of putting it. And um, after my, both of my parents had passed away, I was in my early 40s and 
I, I had moved out of the house that we lived in because uh, we all lived together. And um, I just was on my way into another bout of depression. And uh, it was a lot of sitting in the dark at night, wondering why anybody couldn't see me and what was going on with me. And I went to call the doctor again, and I couldn't do it. I just said to myself, there had to be a better way. There had to be, I don't want to keep getting over the humps. I want to change this this time. And I want it to be permanent. You know, I was done. So that was basically my aha moment. And uh, didn't know how I was going to do it. Um, I did finally get into counseling. And um, I found the right person, you know, that asked the right question. And then that moved me into a, another counselor. She had suggested another counselor uh, that she thought could help me. And it just moved on from there. And then that's what began my journey into doing this work. Uh, because I realized a lot of people probably going through the same thing. Once I got through it, I could see how a lot of people would get stuck in that. So that's how I got to that. Yeah. Well, you said you said something that made me think about, yes, we, you know, we carry a lot of stuff around. Sometimes, you know, we might have a health issue as, I, as we both mentioned, you know, about caring mm -hmm. for parents. Um, you know, maybe it's worrying about children, but also because of the last couple of years with the mm -hmm. so-called, you know, pandemic, right. I think that has brought a lot more of this stressed, feeling down, losing hope, all those mm -hmm. things that you feel when you're in a state of depression. So I feel your work can benefit so many people now more than ever. Not that, you know, depression is and mental health has always been problems for people, you know, right. a lot right. of people, but it's only been more recently that people are more open to talking about it. And of course, I think, you know, COVID has kind of put mental health in the forefront. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I believe that, you know, because, you know, it, and it's I think it's been said that, you know, this that whole pandemic time was an introvert's time. You know, the introverts were OK. And, um, you know, for people who are not used to being isolated like that and don't like that much quiet time, it can be a struggle, you know, mm -hmm. and it can cause a lot of sadness and unhappiness. And then they start feeling lost and, you know, so, um, you know, losing sight of those things that made us so happy before the pandemic happened. Mm -hmm. It's what we need to get back to and really, you know, let that bring that joy out in us again, you know, and, and sometimes that's not always easy to get back to after we've struggled for a few years. So. What would you say to somebody if they have an awareness that they're going through something, mm. if, they, if there was like a piece of advice that you could give to somebody mm. to try to like, I know it's like a step out of your comfort zone to reach out mm. for help. Right. Um, I mean, maybe based on your experience, when you, you know, realized that you didn't want to be in the same cycle over and over again, mm. how does somebody try to flip the switch. Well, your problems aren't too small 
there's no small depression. Depression's depression. And yes, there are people that suffer greatly with this. And there's others that just throw it off as a, I have the blues. But there's ways to take care of that. And your problems are not any smaller or bigger than anybody else's. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, it's the inner work. It's the getting back to you. Um, you know, when we're searching outside of ourselves to try to boost ourselves up, it's almost impossible to do mm-hmm. because it's only a Band-Aid. It's only a, a quick fix and um, it's going to pop up again. So, so don't ever think that your feelings are minimal or too small. Your feelings are your feelings. And that's mm-hmm. my, you know, why I like to help people with their emotional work because you're allowed to feel whatever you need to feel. It's getting stuck in those feelings that you don't want to do. And mm-hmm. that's where the sadness and depression comes from. So, so you, I, I guess we want to demystify this emotional and spiritual healing and health. Mm-hmm. So you, can you talk a little bit about that and how you go about that as a person sure. who, who, who helps somebody through, um, situation like this? Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, when I went through my whole healing process and going through this journey, and you're always on this journey, I'm still in this. And, um, you know, I did all the spiritual modalities, I delved a little bit into everything and here and there, um, not everything, but, um, you know, I went that route in the beginning. And then I started realizing that there were pieces of things I could take and use. And, it doesn't have to be out there. You know, you don't have to do all this crazy stuff. There's wonderful modalities. I love doing them. There's things that I still do, you know, that I like doing. But um, it's, it's about, for me, it's more about the energy work of really using it to learn about your own, your own unique, unique energy, because everybody has that. There's something inherent in you that causes you to be the way you are and learning how to use that is the best way to go about this. Mm -hmm. Um, A quick story of how I really came to work with people because I really thought I would only work with animals and um, I was doing animal Reiki for a little bit. And then I went to a horse farm and I had Reiki done on me by a horse and it was quite an amazing experience. It's where I, I uh, learned more about the animals and how they work. And after that session with the horse, I learned that I have to share this with people and get them to find their way that they connect with life and with each other. And um, it doesn't have to be woo-woo. You know, I'm probably the least woo-woo, woo-woo worker you can find. (laughs) But um, for me, it's very practical. It's just being aware of it, aware of the signs and synchronicities that happen around you, uh, your environment, and how you're feeling is very important because that's how we recognize all that. So Reiki is one of the modalities, correct? Yes. And I know it could be in person and it can be virtual. Yes, absolutely. 
yeah, energy has no boundaries. So it doesn't go through the computer. It goes through life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It goes, you know, it connects one way or the other. There's no boundaries to that. So um, you have, I don't, I coined the word selfish. Yes. (laughs) um, As, and there's like an acronym for it. So maybe you could share a little bit about what that's all about. Sure. Uh, So selfish, I have as serving your emotional life first, so your inner struggles heal. Um, You know, the key to all this is really awareness and really of how you're showing up and how you want to show up every day. And um, when we're not having care and compassion for ourselves, it's very hard to have it for everything in our life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and that spreads worldwide, you know, um, when people really have a passion for something, um, and they're doing everything outwardly and not showing that passion and care for themselves. Um, it's, it's hard for them to be motivated every day. So, you know, the, it, it's, it's maintenance. It's, you have to really, be selfish on a daily basis in this way, you know, and uh, really pay attention to your needs as you're paying attention to the needs of everyone else and everything around you. Mm-hmm. Is there, I think awareness sometimes can be hard. I mean, I know for mm-hmm. myself, I mean, I, I might be good at it for a little while and then it's kind of like right. you kind of fall out of, you know, right. be doing it on a daily basis. So is there, is there a tip you could give to help people like remind themselves to have that awareness on a daily basis? Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the fun one that I'd like to do for people that's very easy, um, is I call them joy bubbles. And that is the thing in your life where when you see it, hear it, smell it, whatever it may be you stop dead in your tracks and everything else around you disappears. Um, For me, it's doing that with dogs. If a dog's running at me, uh, you know, a family dog or a dog I know is running at me, I drop to my knees and I don't see anything around me. (laughs) And that's a joy for me. And that's something I can call up when I need to, to either boost my energy or to get me back grounded or centered you know, I have pictures of dogs around. I have my animals on my phone and on my on my laptop. You know, it's just having it around me and reminding me that, you know, this is something that brings me joy. This is why I do the stuff I do every day so I can be around more of them. So, you know, it, it's a fun little thing to do. And, you know, I have a few of them and, you know, there shouldn't just be one. There should be a lot of things in life that, you know is a joy bubble and you can build them up and just stack them up in your heart. (laughs) That sounds awesome. I love that. Um, So how can people work with you or connect with you? Yeah, well, I have, um, I have, I have um, single sessions. I have a six week program that I do. Uh, It's called practical awareness and it's really just about getting you started. Just, the flexing that awareness muscle and just start taking care of your emotions, 
and really start learning how to respond in your life and stop reacting. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do, uh, I have a couple sessions, single sessions. I do an energy, uh, energy blockbuster, I call it. Um, it's a small Reiki meditation and I add coaching to it because I don't want to leave you hanging on. So you know what to do with it once we go through the session. And I also do pet connections. You know, sometimes you're always saying, um, you know, something's going on. My dog's acting weird. And, and a lot of times you just need to reconnect with that animal, realign the energy. You know, if your animal's not reading you, then it's going to act at a little different around you and you're going to notice it and that's awareness. So, yeah. And uh, to reach me, yes. I mean, I have my website, foster your feelings. Uh, I'm on social media, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Uh, I also have a LinkedIn, a link tree um, uh, site that uh, all my stuff is on there that uh, you can contact me or set up a call with me and, my email, of course, at Diane at Foster Your Feelings. So, and all those links will be in the show notes, so people will be able to connect with you. And on a personal note, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just want to share this for anybody sure. who thinks that things might be a little too woo woo. Yeah. Um, I was having an issue with my dog Jack, right. and and Diane was really instrumental in changing this one particular aspect of my relationship with Jack because Jack was always in my face and I felt like he was trying to tell me something, but what he was doing, he was like really picking up on my emotions, which Mm -hmm. I came to find out from, from Jack and I both working with you. So, um, and that issue does is no longer exists, you know? Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll tell you, they'll tell you if something's wrong and you just have to, pick up on that signal and that energy of him. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, he's much mm-hmm. calmer and he's not, you know, it, it was always like a particular time every night, you know, like after dinner, mm-hmm. he would just be like right there staring at mm-hmm. me, like trying, like I always wanted that thought bubble above his head, you know, but right. you, were, you were able to help decipher that. So that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Say hi to Jack for me. I will de- <laughs> Most definitely. Um, so on this podcast, you know, we're all about sharing our passion for something, purpose, what it means to us and the possibilities. And I feel like possibilities is definitely a big concept for you helping people who are stuck. Right. So I mean, how do you, I mean, I know you have like these, you have different modalities, you have different, Mm -hmm. um, like things like the thought bubbles to help people get unstuck. But what's the, what's something you would share if they, if somebody couldn't come to you right away, right? Is there something that you could share to help somebody get unstuck? Sure. Um, you know, a lot of times uh, we have go-tos in our life and it goes beyond the joy bubbles. It's, um, uh, I'll give you a little example. Um, I had a woman that I was uh, talking to and she loved horses. She never wanted to ride a horse. She didn't want to, nothing like that, but she just loved horses. 
And um, after talking to her for a while, I said, you know, what is it about, you know, horses that you love? And she said, I don't know. I just love being around them. And I was able, you know, I use also animal, animal nature connection. And when you resonate with something in nature, there's usually an aspect of that that you either already have in you or it's something you want. And for her, um, the horses represented movement, represented grounding, and, you know, just that power within. And, uh, and they represent connection. Horses are huge connectors. So what she ended up doing was she had a horse picture that she had in her closet that she had bought years earlier, and she now has that hanging in her office. And it always reminds her of what she's moving towards because she's moving towards those attributes. She's moving towards those visions and dreams. And that's a strong reminder for her. So having something like that, if you resonate with something in nature, research it a little, you know, find out the woo-woo spiritual meaning of it. Look at different aspects of what it means and then try to have that around you a little bit to keep reminding you that this is what I want. This is who I am. And, um, you know, having that around can be a big help. I love that, Diane. That was, it's like, I'm thinking too, to myself, you know, sometimes I've been, I reached out to my team this morning. I wanted to, mm. I said, I'm not talking to you about like the monate business today. I'm asking mm. you, how are you really doing? Cause the world is, gets a little crazy, right? Right. right. And um, that is so helpful. I think because, well, you know, we all should probably avoid the news you know, maybe just a little, you know, I know nobody can see me doing this or, or audio, but just a little bit, maybe just because right. you want yeah, like to feel like you want to know what's going on. on. Yes, but you don't want, but you don't want to be glued to it. Right. 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 And so I was telling the, a couple of them did respond to like my message. And I said, you know, how's you don't if you don't feel comfortable sharing it. You don't have to, you can reach out to me personally. If you want, I'm here, if you want to talk, but a couple mm -hmm. people did share what they were feeling and experiencing. And now I feel like I can even share that with them. So thank yeah, you. yeah. And it, it's a good way to, you know, cause it's another thing to call on to help you through your day and, yeah. you know, and people don't realize the power of that because that's the energy. That's the energy you're, you're looking for that you mm -hmm. need for yourself. So, yeah, that's awesome. So I'm going to ask you my three P questions because okay. I ask all my guests this. I just love this because <laughs> everybody's response is different. Um, right. And I feel like it inspires people to, you know, live their passion, purpose and possibilities. Right. So my first question to you is what is something you're passionate about that people might not know about you? Hmm. Well, Aside from animals and nature, because I do love it. I think we learn a lot uh, about ourselves when we really pay attention and we're really present around animals and nature. Um, but I, I really am passionate about seeing what people create, you know, and when they're really happy and they're, they're 
they know themselves a little bit better and they get back to what they're passionate about. They create amazing things. And I'm, I'm, I'm always in wonder of what people can create, whether it's, whether it's a business or a piece of art or a piece of music. And it's just, where did that come from? You know, it's, you know, and not caring and just being grateful they shared it. So, um, so yeah, I guess that would be, you know, aside from the animals and nature, which I think a lot of people know that about me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That is a passion for me. I love being around, especially senior dogs. I'm just, they melt my heart and I want them all to have a home. So I know. And someday, (laughs) someday, Mm. right? right. Tell me what is your definition of purpose? Mm, My definition of purpose um, is experiencing joy, experiencing life and living in joy. You know, I, I, I used to always think of it as a duty or work, you know, that we're bound to, we have to do this. And it's really not the purpose is experiencing life and living in joy. And then everything you do is from that. So that's my definition of it. Yeah. I love that definition. And Mm -hmm. as I said, said on several other podcasts, while core message has been kind of the same, everybody's Mm -hmm. explanation of it has been different, which I I found fascinating. So it should be different. (laughs) Yeah. It's supposed to be different. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) Um, Joy. I think I should adopt that word as one of my words. I'm trying to get that word back. Happiness is good, but we really have to feel joy again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my last question is, is there a possibility, a dream or a vision you have that hasn't come to fruition yet? Yes. Well, as I said, I have a very soft spot for senior dogs. Um, I love all animals. I have a cat also, you know, but. Um, but senior dogs, I have a soft spot for, and, um, I've, I've often, I still think about having a nonprofit or at the very least having a retreat space to work with people and to rescue senior dogs, because there's a lot of life lessons in helping animals. And, um, you know, so yeah, there, 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 there's a vision of a, a nonprofit, there <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to uh, help with senior animals and, and um, create a, a safe space for people to spiritually, emotionally heal and to bond with animals as well. So I think that's so important. And, you know, I've told you in the past, cause I, I know this about you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on board. I'm totally yeah. on board for this. So, yeah. so someday we have to, Make yes. that happen. Yes. Yes. I would love to do that because I'm always checking on the, the shelters in the local area. I have nowhere to have them right now, but I'm always like, oh, somebody's got to adopt that. <laughs> adopt that five-year-old or adopt that seven-year, you know, yeah. they always seem to get passed over and it really breaks my heart. Because I, when I um, do get a dog again, it will be from a shelter and I usually get a little older of a dog mm-hmm. and, um, you know. Yeah, I'm I just, would. I would want a home if I was put in a shelter. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> pick me. Pick me. Yeah. Yes. Right. Absolutely. I, 
I feel the exact same way. And sometimes though, I get so it's like heartbreaking and I have to like, especially with social media, it's like, sometimes I'm like, I can't, I can't look today because it's just too too heartbreaking because I just want to rescue them. I want them all. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My sister, I'm on five acres of property right now. I, you know, living with family at this point um, in my transition and I'm like, oh, you know how many dogs we could have on this property? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's, it's okay. It's, (laughs) you know, it's good. I'll I'll be there sooner or later. Yes, you. Yes, you will. (laughs) Well, Diane, I so appreciate you being on here. And um, I know you can help so many people. I I feel like so many people really need you. You know, and I hope yeah. that people will reach out. I know you have um, offer some a uh, free workshop. Right? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. I have two. I do a month. One is uh, get better sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, just being able to let go of the day, fall asleep faster, and uh, I also have conquer the midday energy crash, which it will be up soon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, and it, you know, they're simple, practical ways to help you work on those and, and, you know, get more awareness of what you need to, to, to be able to sleep better and to help sustain your energy through your day. So, so yeah, those two I offer. Absolutely. Yes. I love it. For those of you listening, all the links will be in the show notes so you can connect with Diane. I'm telling you, she's amazing. Take, take a workshop, just see what it's all about. And then if you feel that, you know, you could benefit from some of her coaching, then reach out to her. And thank you again, Diane, for being here. Oh, thank you for having me, Candace. This was a lot of fun. All right. You take care. All All right. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the show, please submit a rating and review and share with a friend. This helps us reach more listeners so we can make a bigger impact. From time to time, we share our reviews live on our episode. Your review could be the next one we share. Please head on over to our website, passionpurposeandpossibilities.co to receive a free gift I am waiting for you. And if you heard something today that truly inspired you, I would love to hear about it. You can email me at Snyder at passion purpose and possibilities.co. Thank you again for listening.